Hey guys, welcome to Wrestling Days and welcome to this NXT breakdown and review. Quite a bit to get through, so let's get into it. Uh, we started off with Axiom against Carmelo Hayes. This has been building up ever since that Iron Survivor match. And so they went one-on-one. -on -one. Uh, this was a victory for Carmelo thanks to outside interference from Trick Williams. Match was pretty good. Had a nice pace to it. Obviously, both of these guys, uh, very good aerial abilities. And uh, as we said, you know, a very fast-paced match. It was a good way to open the show. Then we went backstage. We got Grayson Waller. He was saying, why should he have to wait for his title opportunity when Roxanne Perez got hers last week? So he said he wanted Bron Breaker. It was pointed out to him that Bron Breaker wasn't there. So he would then spend the rest of the show basically calling out Bron Breaker, saying that he was afraid, telling him to get to the ring, and uh, it would all build towards the final segment. Then we saw Tony and Stax. Uh, Tony basically said that he wants Stax to go and tell Dijak to stay out of their business, stay away. And uh, that's what Stax went off to do. Uh, we didn't actually really get much follow-up on this. We did see Stax later talking to what we thought was Dijak, saying, you know, stay out of uh, Tony's business, stay out of the way. He's got a big opportunity next week. He's going to be uh, facing Wesley for the North American Championship. But as the camera panned over, he wasn't talking to Dijak. He was talking to Dijak's dressing room door. So we never actually saw what happened in regards to that conversation. I think it's going to be uh, undeniable, undoubtable that Dijak is going to get involved next week when Tony does battle Wesley for the North American Championship. Then we went to our next match. This was Nikita Lyons against Zoe Starks. These two have obviously had a little rivalry for a while. They used to be in a tag team. They tried to go after the tag titles. They failed. They failed a couple of times. Then Zoe turned on Nikita Lyons. Well, they had a match here, and it was all right, actually. The match really wasn't as bad as I thought and feared. I'm not a big Nikita Lyons fan, you see, and... Um, I, she actually did all right. I was a bit worried that this was going to not be great, but it was all right. And you can see how it ends here with Zoe Starks grabbing a hold of that bottom rope as she rolls over Nikita Lyons uh, and gets the one, two, three. Then we went backstage. We did see uh, Cora Jade just talking about like how she can't believe that Roxanne Perez is the new champion. She's not happy for her, all this kind of stuff. And then out of nowhere, Wendy Chu attacks. Again, this has been built up over a little while. You might remember that that drink was poured over Wendy and she was like crying in the ring with her fake eyelashes like half on her cheek and she was a right mess. So uh, this was all right. There was quite a few bits tonight that have had like a nice build to them. We're not just getting things just like thrown together. I will give praise to NXT for that. Um, I do think maybe some of these segments fall a little flat, but that maybe comes down to inexperience and the fact that a lot of these wrestlers are still pretty green. Um, so it could be that. I think actually the storytelling, they are, they are giving a lot of these feuds time and background and they are building them. So I give them credit for that. Then uh, again, another example, we see the bar. This is uh, Fallon Henley's bar. 
And uh, they're talking about how it's a real struggle to keep it going. They're in lots of debt. She's really worried. This would bring in Kiana James. She was looking around saying she wants to lose that and move that. And she's interested in buying this bar and buying it cheap as well because she knows that uh, Fallon Henley is in a lot of debt with the bar. They've agreed to have a match next week. It's the Battle of the Bar. So uh, basically the winner is going to get the bar. So we've got that match coming up next week as well. They set up actually quite a lot of matches for next week, which was good. Then we went to the women's tag title match. This was a triple threat match. This actually didn't get as much time as what I thought it would, but it was pretty good. Toxic Traction taking on Caden and Katana, the champs, and also Ivy Nile and Tatum Paxley. Uh, basically, Caden was in like a dragon sleeper. She managed to roll backwards and pin Ivy Nile. Of all the people to take the pin, I was surprised it was Ivy Nile. You would have thought it would have been Tatum Paxley, um, but it wasn't. It was Ivy Nile, which I was a bit surprised at. But uh, the champions retaining in this triple threat women's tag title match. Then we went to, uh, this was kind of nice, Roxanne Perez sitting down with Booker T. They were just talking about like how much she had achieved, how proud he was of her, how she had like represented his wrestling school like amazingly. And uh, she said, well, you know what I'm like? I like to ask you questions as well. So have you got any advice for me? And so he gave her a little bit of advice. And this was kind of nice, actually. It was a really cool moment. Um, she comes across as being like a bit young. She comes across as being uh, maybe a bit vulnerable. Like you could definitely see her not holding on to this for very long um, because she's, you know, it's just so much has happened in nine months more than I think she could have imagined. She went down like a list of achievements. It's amazing what she's achieved in such a short space of time. I don't know that that's going to equate to a long women's title reign. I think that this belt has been on Mandy Rose for a long time. There's a lot of women that deserve a chance with it. Um, but Roxanne Perez deserves her chance as well. She is someone that has really created a lot of buzz since she's come into NXT. And, um, you know, WWE seemingly want to give her the opportunity to shine and see what she can do. So she's got the ball. It's down to her to run with it now. But um, I wouldn't be too surprised if this isn't the longest of title reigns. Then we get uh, Apollo in the ring and he was talking about how he really thought he was going to be champion. Carmelo Hayes comes out. Uh, these two getting face to face and uh, builds towards a match. So these two will be facing in the near future. Then we went backstage. This was really fun. So we had the New Day. We had Pretty Deadly. And uh, the New Day were saying, did you get all our gifts for us? And Pretty Deadly were like, yes, we did. And they went down a, a list of things like um, Nails's prison outfit and uh, just like Honky Tonk Man, I think, got mentioned at one point. There was like loads of uh, Tyler Breeze's selfie stick. There was like loads of just old school um, bits of memorabilia that uh, they'd been sent off to try and get. Um, and uh, they're doing it so that they can get a shot at the titles. Um, and it was a fun little segment. This was this was all right. I think the new day being around really adds a bit of star power, but uh, a bit of a bit of genuine fun as well. So uh, I like this. 
Then we got, uh, it's hard to kind of make out from this image, but we had Elba Fire backstage. She was making her way because she had a match against Sol Ruka. Just as she was walking to the ring, uh, Isla Dawn appeared and then blew some like red dust into her face. Uh, this would be something that we would keep going back to Elba Fire with as she was trying to get it out of her eyes. Eventually, she did get cleared. And so she would have a match, but the match never quite gets going. And uh, you'll find out why in a bit. Then we saw Schism. Uh, they ran into Odyssey Jones, uh, Idris Anofe, and Malik Blades. Um, there wasn't really much to this. They basically... Uh, said to Ava Rain, would you like to come out like and have a night out? And she was basically saying what you think that what you're going off to do is fun. Like what you're doing is just empty. It's hollow. And then Schism arrived and basically said the same thing. And it's it's led to a match. It's pretty weak build for this one, to be honest. But hey, ho, it is what it is. Then we got uh, poor Indy Hartwell. <laughs> poor Indy Hartwell. Taking on Electra Lopez. Electra Lopez uh, reached into her top, pulled out some brass knucks, knocked out Indy Hartwell, and managed to get the one, two, three. This match, as you can see from people's reactions in the background, wasn't really grabbing people's attention, to be honest. Um, but a win here for Electra Lopez. I don't know what we do with Indy. I feel like I say this most weeks. I just don't know what we do with Indy. We've got to do something with Indy. But um, everything we're doing at the moment is just it's just not good enough, to be honest. So uh, another loss here. Um, this is not going to give Indy any kind of momentum. It might put her into a feud with Electra Lopez, but oh, I don't know. It's just it's just every week. It's just something else. Like I really want to see her getting some wins, having a story to get her teeth into. Maybe this will be the start of that story. I I, I really don't know, but. Yeah, another bad week for Indy Hartwell. Uh, then we went over to Wes. He made the announcement about him taking on Tony. So uh, we knew that we had that coming up. So uh, I believe that's next week that he defends that North American championship. Then we got uh, Albafire come down. So Albafire came down to take on Sol Ruka. And before she could get into the ring, Isla Dawn would attack again, this time putting her arm into the ring steps and then uh, using the baseball bat to smash the ring steps into Alba Fire's arm. So uh, again, another brutal attack. There was like some laughter track that was played and the screens flickered. And I, I just think that bit's not necessary, to be honest. That bit's not necessary. Especially as literally seconds later, we then go over to Chase You and we have a fun Chase You segment. And this was pretty fun, actually. Um, all the students were giving gifts to Andre Chase. Duke Hudson didn't have one, so he tricked the person in front of him to hand over his. He then went over and handed it to uh, Andre Chase. And it was pretty, it was pretty fun. Uh, I really like Chase You and I really like these segments. So, um, yeah, this was all right. Then we went to Drew Gulak. He was doing some training. Uh, Hank Walker came over saying, I have seen you like checking out my matches. Um, I just want to know, like, is there anything I can do, anything I can learn? And uh, basically he got told to 
come back and they would do some stuff together. So seems like Hank Walker's going to be doing some up with Drew Gulak going forwards. Then we got our main event match. This had quite a bit of time and it was the New Day defending the NXT Tag Team Championships against Briggs and Jensen. And uh, here you can see Xavier after delivering a massive elbow, springboard elbow, leaping across the ring. Uh, he delivers uh, a, a, a brilliant elbow, gets the pin, gets the win, and uh, the New Day retain. I think eventually they'll probably drop the back belts back to Pretty Deadly. But um, yeah, uh, they're having a bit of fun before they do that. Then we got this. So we got confirmation that we were going to get Schism against Odyssey Jones, Ma uh, Malik Blade, and Idris Anofe. Look at the head on uh, Joe Gacy, though. What, what is that about? What, I mean, like someone has photoshopped that onto that body and it looks completely wrong. I, I have no idea why that has happened or why someone would even think that looks acceptable. But, like, that's just crazy. I don't know why they've done that. I did wonder if that was, like, a rib, if they were playing a prank or a joke on Joe Gacy. I, I have no idea, but, um, yeah, uh, there it is. I mean, it jumped out straight away. As soon as I saw it, I just thought it looked so bizarre. So uh, if you can't see the image, if you are listening to this, we do put this out as a podcast on Google Podcasts and all of those um, you need to check out this image. I'll put it up on my Twitter account because it's pretty weird. Pretty weird. I don't know why someone thought that looked all right. Uh, then we got to uh, the main kind of closing segment. Um, so this was Grayson Waller. He got into the ring. He called out Bron Breaker. Bron Breaker came down. Now you can see Bron spear Grayson with his shoulder. Definitely his shoulder. 100% his shoulder. And uh, he speared Grayson. Grayson with the old trick of having something there. And it knocked Bron out. Like, I don't really get it. He speared him. I understand him getting an injured shoulder. But how did it knock him out? So, uh, like, he speared him. Uh, he had, like, a protective vest on. And for some reason, that resulted in Bron Breaker being knocked out cold. Don't get it. Don't understand. But, um, you know, it is what it is. And this obviously is building up the match between these two, which should be a real banger. Actually, I am looking forward to it. So, yeah, Grayson Waller versus Brom Breaker. We are going to be getting that match in the future. But a bit of a weird way to end the show. But, hey-ho, it is what it is. It's pretty fun. And this show is all right. Um, I think it's one of those shows that on paper it looks like it's going to be a barn burner. I don't know if the crowd were once again just a little flat at times. At times, they were very good as well, though. They were much better than the Raw crowd we had last night. But yeah, I, I don't know. This one still didn't blow me away. Uh, I feel like we're in a bit of a holiday slump. I think maybe once we get out of December, into January, into the new year, hopefully we'll start to see things like clicking a little bit more. But um, it was all right. Definitely uh, watchable. Not a chore to sit through. I'd probably give it like a 675, something along those lines. Um, I don't think that there was much that blew my mind. And I think that's that's what it comes down to. But still, entertaining, worth a watch. And uh, on we go to next week, which looks like a decent show. Awesome, guys. Thanks for watching. Really appreciate the support. 
And hopefully I'll see you again next time. Bye for now.